And in terms of the workshops themselves, as I said, there's five there. Uh, one is going to touch on getting the most out of your bean crop. One is on disease control decisions for 2024. Another one on getting to grips with grass weeds. People might think, well, why are we doing something on grass weeds? Well, it's 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 a constant. It's always going to be there. And and the, this workshop will, will give some great insight from a farmer's farm down the country. And then we have another one on a catch up on the 2030 Food Vision Tillage Group recommendations. And then we're going to deal with the question, are there synergies for the tillage and dairy sector? January is always a great time of the year to update with technical aspects of tillage crops. There are many opportunities to get an update on our national or local areas of relevance to your business in the next few weeks. Have you planned what information sessions you will attend? You're listening to the latest episode of the Tillage Edge with me, Michael Hennessy. We would really appreciate it if you could listen follow and give us a review on Apple or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from. One of the marquee events in the Irish tillage calendar is the Chagas National Tillage Conference, which is always the place to go to to get the results of the latest research and thinking. I'm delighted to be joined today by Dr. Ewan Mullins, the Head of Crop Science in Chagas, to tell us what to expect this year. Ewan, the National Tillage Conference is taking place soon. What date is it on? Indeed, Michael, it's on January the 31st. That's a Wednesday and we're returning to the Lyrat Conference Centre in Kilkenny. People will be very familiar with it. Uh, this year, the conference is an in-person meeting only, so we won't have any live streaming. We've made this decision really based on feedback we've received from attendees over the last couple of years who have a real desire to meet up. But the social the social aspect of it uh, is very important to people to, to be able to, to chat over the coffee and over the lunch and that kind of thing. Absolutely. It's all about engagement. And really, I suppose that's that's our main our main uh, goal and ambition for the conference this year. And we've, we've changed the structure a little bit to try and facilitate that, too. OK, well, you might uh, maybe describe some of the main sessions that you have coming up in the morning of it, because I presume it's a morning and an afternoon type scenario. It is exactly. Yeah. Um, so the the the, for the main session in, in the morning really is about planning for the 2024 season. Uh, the backdrop, obviously, is the, the weather and the challenges the sector had through 2023. Um, we've had our winter sowing survey has been open for a couple of weeks. That's giving us some very insightful data. So the session, the first session then in terms of planning uh, is going to have uh, research input, advisory input. We also have farmers. We have uh, recordings in field. And really the whole goal of it with the panel discussion there is is to get a handle on what are the options for for spring sowing. And if we get a break in the weather in terms of maybe getting winter cereals in in, in late February, if possible as well. Okay. And uh, there's some new research on the on the agenda to be to to, to that, that that you're going to tell the attendees as well. Yeah, we always have a, a short research snapshot session. And the idea of it really is just five or six minutes of an insight into new or ongoing projects. Uh, we put an emphasis on our PhD students to deliver these. We, we rely very heavily on our PhD students in terms of the work that they do. And some of the things that attendees will hear about is the work. Obviously, we, we have a very, people are very familiar with the weed monitoring uh, program we have led by VJ and one of VJ's students, Charlotte, is going to give us an update on monitoring poppies, which are becoming a bit of a problem weed. We also have um, Jack Jemison is going to give us some updates on his PhD work on crop establishment. His PhD is, is coming to an end and his work is, again, has given us uh, very good updates and insights into 
the pros and cons of all of the different crop establishment techniques. And then after the teas and coffee, then we'll have uh, an update on molecular diagnostics to give us some insights into seed, uh, seed health, and then the developments on the oats growers guide, which we intend to uh, release and publish in actually early 2025. Okay, so it's a very varied um, level of uh, research going on there. Which one of those, I suppose, is maybe it's the old one you were talking about, but which one of, of, of the research elements of it are closest to development in terms of actions a farmer can take on the foot of that research? Well, I suppose people would be very familiar with, with the weed monitoring. The very successful ECT conference that was held back in November showed the impact that we can deliver for the sector through surveillance, monitoring of weeds for herbicide resistance, etc. That's a very practical and applied aspect to the program we have here. And it, from the feedback we're getting from farmers, it's been essential to help them manage grass weed problems. But we know there are other weeds out there that are causing trouble. So the work of Charlotte on the poppies and her PhD, which is only a year into it already, and is already delivering important information. So that's that's one aspect of the work that that really is is key. But there's other aspects in terms of, I mentioned the molecular diagnostics. We've put a huge investment in the last four or five years into that. And that's really reaping benefits now because it's telling us what's out there in terms of, you know, if there's any fungicide insensitivity, the emergence of new strains, um, how quickly they're evolving. And that's really kind of the housekeeping duties that that we need to be doing because that 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 information that we can deliver then is really important to help farmers manage and protect yields, which is really what it's all about. So looking down through them all then, you and there's nothing really that's, I suppose, far away in terms of the uh, the actions, like all of those sessions you're describing uh, there, farmers will have access to that data, if you like, relatively quickly. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, like that, the, the research that we do, obviously, we, we do strategic research as well. Um, the plant protein work that started two years ago started out, uh, I suppose, more strategic and now is developing some really exciting opportunities. But all the, the other bits that I talked about there, that stuff is is having impact and will continue to have impact in, in the months and years ahead. And that's that's very important because it keeps it keeps the research program um, on track uh, and ensures it's fit for purpose. And is that uh, for those sessions, that's all that's on in the morning time or is there anything else? So just before lunch, then we have our added value um, session and there's two parts to that. Well, three parts, sorry. One is around the plant protein. As I mentioned, that's developing. And even in the last 12 months, we've seen huge traction in terms of the development of food processing opportunities that are using uh, plant-derived protein. So Mark Fennan will, will give an update on that. We also have John Spink, who's going to give us some um, outputs from the carbon mapping project. And then Sinead Morris from SCTU, uh, Southeast Tech University here in Carlo with Lisa Ryan, are going to give us an update on, I suppose, really, it's it's actually very exciting, the the potential of domestic cereals to support the, the drinks industry in terms of the alcohol yields from cereals such as winter wheat. And then it's not just that work that shows it, it, it can be done. It's then the transfer of that work into the, the recently established center for brewing and distilling here in Oak Park so we can get things up to pilot scale. And that really is the key thing. It's one thing to demonstrate through research that, you know, you can you can deliver a certain action or a, a test or you can deliver a product, but industry stakeholders need to see it at scale. And that's where things like the the center, our facilities like the center for brewing and distilling, really have have a, a an opportunity to make that play. 
Yeah, and, and as we could, as we heard about in the over the last week or ten days, the amount of uh, exports that uh, the drinks industry are responsible for is quite staggering. Now it oh, is. It's, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a growing industry, and we need to be able to support it with domestically sourced cereals. There have been some technical issues around that, and and many questions asked. You know, c- can they deliver? And the research is showing that they can. So it's it's an exciting time, and it's something that we need to build on. Okay, and you mentioned there earlier, Ewan, about um, the feedback from uh, previous conferences where farmers or attendees were looking for something a little bit different. And the afternoon sessions are very different this year. Yeah, so what we've done is instead of having the the typical afternoon sessions of uh, more PowerPoints, more panel engagement, what we're doing is we've changed it and to maximize that engagement and ensure the conference stays relevant for stakeholders, we're splitting the afternoon session into a series of workshops. So when people pre-register, they have a choice of attending three of five workshops on offer. And the format of these workshops will have uh, an MC or a chair to guide the discussion with the audience. And then each workshop will also have a panel with a researcher advisor and then a farmer or somebody from industry. And we've been thinking about this for a while. And it's something we're looking forward to. It's based on the feedback we've been getting from attendees. And in terms of the workshops themselves, as I said, there's five there. Uh, One is going to touch on getting the most out of your bean crop. One is on disease control decisions for 2024. Another one on getting to grips with grass weeds. People might think, well, why are we doing something on grass weeds? Well, it's it's a constant. It's always going to be there. And and this workshop will, will give some great insight from a farmer's farm down the country. And then we have another one on a catch up on the 2030 Food Vision Tillage Group recommendations. And then we're going to deal with the question, are there synergies for the tillage and dairy sector? This is something that is often discussed and there's been a lot of conversations and and narrative and dialogue around it in the last six or 12 months. So there's no point in ignoring the issue. So we're we're going to have a workshop there as well on that. So I I would imagine that's going to um, be a lot of discussion around that. And is that the point of these workshops where you have a... I suppose you've gone from a massive room to a smaller room and a smaller amount of people given maybe an opportunity for more discussion. Is that will that be a a feature of these workshops? Absolutely. That's exactly it. Uh, The workshop, they're all very, they're short. They're approximately 30 minutes in length. And the the goal is there's a, maybe a kickoff couple of slides just to 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 start the the discussions. Each of the MCs or chairpersons within the workshop um, will have a, a clear guide as to to proactively engage with the audience, and it's really important we get that engagement. Um, these are these are the up because they're as you said the the whole conference breaks out into these smaller groups and smaller rooms. It's going to encourage people obviously to engage more, and and we see it through through other fora that that we we run through the year. So we're we're excited about how this is going to work for the Tillage Conference. So yourself and your team, you're going to have a, a particularly difficult job, I think, trying to ferry people from workshop number one to number two and so on and so forth because i presume people have a choice do they in terms of the workshop or are they going to be just allocated to workshop yeah they do they have a choice the the key thing here is people have to pre-register for the tillage conference this year this is this is really really important um, and to avoid disappointment it's essential to register before the monday night that's monday the 29th at 11 30 p.m so the conference is on the wednesday the 31st 
people need to pre-register before the uh, end of the day on Monday, 11.30 p.m. And when you register on the, the Chagas website, you'll see the workshops that are there. There's five of them there, and you sele- select three that you want to attend. And uh, and in terms of the logistics, we've put a lot of planning and work into this. So and it's important that it works well for people. Um, so we're confident that we'll, we, we'll ensure that it does. So the registration details, finally, you and they are on the Chagas website, are they? And people can just go through that and it only takes a, doesn't take too long to register, does it? No, it, it only takes two or three minutes. And uh, exactly, it's on the Chagas website. It's getting pushed out through social media now in the week ahead. Um, so there, there's loads of opportunities and avenues to link in there. Okay, Ewan, really looking forward to that and I hope everybody else is and I suppose to a degree, um, the way we this, this is going to be set up, we really are encouraging farmers to attend uh, because I think it's going to be really well set up for that kind of a social interaction and conversation during those workshops and other, um, uh, and other talks as well. Thanks very much, Ewan, for your time. Thanks, Michael. So that's it for this episode and my thanks to Ewan for joining me on the podcast. There are also local tillage seminars planned for all major tillage areas across the country in the coming weeks. This includes seminars in Enniscorthy, Bandon, Arklow, Mina and Athenry. All of these seminars will cover topics to help farmers which are of particular interest in that local part of the country. Other areas will have seminars in the following weeks. Full details of the events are on chagas.ie forward slash events. Finally, if you enjoyed the podcast, then recommend it to a friend or colleague. And as always, rate, review and follow on Apple or Spotify so you never miss an episode. And for more information, go to chagas.ie. I'm Michael Hennessy. Thanks for listening. I'll be back next week with more tillage news and advice.